You're now listening to The Sound of Sanity. This sound will continue for the duration of the program. Hey everybody, welcome to Sound of Sanity. I am Nathan, that is Ben. Hello. Good morrow, sir. Good morrow. Hey, Elon Musk is looking like he's going to pull it off. Wow. Pull the censorship off of Twitter, that is. I hope so. Once he owns it. Once he owns it, anything's possible. Anything's possible. And as of the recording, we're recording this on Monday. You are listening to it on Tuesday. As of Monday, Reuters is reporting that Twitter is looking like they're going to accept his bid. Maybe he they won't. By the time this comes out, and we'll have egg on our face. Yeah. The yolk will be on us. But as of now, it looks like Elon Musk is taking over Twitter. And all the, all the blue checks, uh, blue checks, all the blue checks are <laughs> going nuts. All the blue checks. Uh, all the blue checks are having a meltdown. Blue check meltdown, as they say. Is there, ah, we won't be able to censor Twitter. It'll be full of spam and porn and donald trump maybe that's what they're saying hmm i don't know ben what do you think about elon musk getting twitter i don't have many thoughts no, sorry me neither <laughs> <laughs> i mean if he if he makes twitter a place where people like donald trump can exist then probably be a better place certainly a more entertaining one mm-hmm I don't know. I mean, I think the only real insight I have is that uh, people like to talk in terms of generational drift and cultural drift and cultural war and all that stuff. And I'm not saying we shouldn't talk in those ways. But uh, I think actually, historically speaking, culture changes very fast. And so we always feel like whatever moment we're in is going to last forever. We always think oh, no, everything is so depraved, or yay, everything's great. Hmm. But actually, if you, and, and most of my philosophy of this comes from the book of Kings, actually, in the Old Testament, because you just see generation after generation, they'll have a good king, and everything will be great, and the high places will be torn down, then they'll have a terrible king, and everything will be terrible, mm-hmm. and God's judgment will come on them. And the people will give themselves to idolatry and all this stuff. And it's like within the span of, I mean, it's still, I guess, a long time if you consider your life to be a long time, which that's all any of us has. So, I suppose it's a long time. But it's not this thing where it takes like a thousand years for culture to go one direction. Mm. It can actually kind of zigzag a little bit. And and so, it's just a little bit more malleable, which isn't to say you can't trace a drift from, say, the age of enlightenment or those kinds of things. I'm not, I'm not claiming you can't look at bigger historical trends. Elon could be a good king of Twitter and we could suddenly have a little less censorship for a while and we could all feel good. And then mm-hmm. the left could retaliate and be like, ah, now all your kids have to go to public school and be indoctrinated by the groomers. and. and we'd be like oh no yeah everything sucks yeah absolutely what's the problem i mean the other thing i just always think is when my mom was born every state in 
the United States had a law against homosexuality. Like you could go to jail for mm-hmm. sodomy. Mm-hmm. And now look at the world we live in. It changed really, 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 really fast. And maybe people would say, well, those changes had been a long time coming. And when the dominoes finally fell, they fell quickly. Fair enough. But I also just think culture does change fast. I mean, if you think about how bad things have gotten so quickly, it's like you go back to the early 2000s and movies are full of jokes at the expense of gay people. And now you can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. It's it's anti-gay. Right. Or whatever. So, I, I just read an article about in the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie, which came out, what, 2001? Mm, sounds right. 2000, something like that. Oh, no. Well, it must have been after 2001 because they had to cut the Twin Tower reference. Oh, yeah. That's so, true. I'm going to say 2002 or, uh, maybe, or, or maybe very late 2001, but I want to say it was a summer release. I'm going to say summer, t- summer 02. Yep. You're right. The only reason I know that is because I've memorized every movie's release date. It was the best thing I've ever done with my brain. It is. Yeah. So, what was I saying? Oh, apparently there's a part where he's he's early on. One of Peter's quips is something about like, does your husband know you wear that? <laughs> and he says it to a guy or something. And, <laughs> and it was cut out for a TV broadcast. And the pundits on, on Twitter, of all places, were celebrating like, ah, finally, some, someone <laughs> took this gay bigotry out of our Spider-Man. So. <laughs> Uh, people are silly. Yeah, people are silly. Well, Elon Musk is not a Christian. No. He's not promoting the kingdom of God, and no. God may use him to yeah. be friendlier to Christians, because it, it just seems that he is. He went on the Babylon Bee. Mm-hmm. He asked good questions, whether they're sincere or not, I don't know, about the Lord and the Lord's Supper and all kinds of things that the Babylon Bee whiffed, which mm-hmm. maybe we talked about at one point. But If we didn't boo to the <laughs> Babylon Bee. Yeah, there's your cold take on that. Yep. But he at least seems like a more interesting person mm-hmm. <laughs> than the Twitter board. Mm-hmm. In any case, he's playing his own game for his own kingdom. Yes. But it's not the same as the leftist kingdom that right. currently has control of Twitter. And that's, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, and sometimes God uses people like that. The king of Egypt with Joseph, the Nebuchadnezzar, I mean... Mm-hmm. Like Cyrus. A, Cyrus, yeah. With the exiles to send them back. Read your biblical history, your your books of history, and there's, mm-hmm. there's many examples of God-fearing, if not God-loving kings, and it's an interesting distinction, but... And I don't know, maybe some of them... I mean, Nebuchadnezzar sort of felt like he came around, but I don't know. I don't know where... I, I, don't I know. always took it as a conversion Yeah, Nebuchadnezzar. I like to think it was. I don't, I don't know the condition of Nebuchadnezzar's soul, but <laughs> it seems like it. So, yeah, God could use Elon Musk. Yeah. But at the same time, we can't be so fickle as to be like, we scored one victory. That means we're awesome and everything's great. I mean... Is anyone saying that, Nathan? No, nobody's saying that. But we sure do like to gloat at all the blue check meltdowns and things like that. And I don't know. I suppose you can have a little fun with the blue check meltdowns. They are funny. That meme always makes me laugh. The the most overused meme of all time, the the screaming liberal woman and or man, whatever it is with the glasses, is the standard liberal meltdown meme. You know, the one I'm talking about. Um, I'm looking, I'm giving you a blank stare. Yeah. I'm sure I've seen it, yeah. but I, I'm bad at this kind of thing. Yeah, I just... Okay, got it The now. guy in the green jacket. <laughs> yeah, it's a or, woman. Or a lady, yeah. It is, yeah. With their mouth. Jana DeVilder. 
Yes. Uh, apparently, the meme is actually called Luke Crywalker. I just found on Know Your Meme. <laughs> so, Luke Crywalker, also known as Screaming Trump post pro- Protester, is a nickname given to anti-Trump protester Jessica Starr after she was recorded screaming in agony during the inauguration of Donald Trump. So, there you go. Well, <laughs> what else is there to say? What would Jake say if he was here? What would Jake say? I don't know. Just pretend like you were Jake. You are Jake and then say the thing he would say. Keep your eye on the ball. Keep living for the kingdom of God. Yeah. There you go. We don't put our hope in Christian takeover of Twitter. We put our hope in being faithful, loving our neighbors, standing up for the rights of the unborn where we can, doing things that matter locally, praying for the expansion of God's kingdom. I don't know. Maybe that's not what Jake would say, but maybe something. Like, Woohoo! Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jake. We're having a laugh at your expense, but you're not here, man. So, I don't know what we can do. We'd be remiss not to have at least one laugh at your expense. But yeah, we, we love you, and we right. think whatever your take what would be would be very smart and godly. Mm-hmm. Well, Ben, what else is going on? What do you want to talk about? We got we got at least another few minutes to fill here. Let's see here. Here's a question I have, Ben. Mm-hmm. Why do people on our Discord that you can get through signing up for Patreon.com forward slash Sound of Sanity think I'm Elon Musk? I mean, just think about <laughs> this um, creative director of Tesla. Mm. <laughs> There's a cre- creative. <laughs> okay, that's not correct. Quite, quite right. He's not the. He's the CEO, actually. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Jake is Elon Musk. <sighs> Jake probably is Elon Musk. That's why he's not here today. He's too busy buying Twitter. <laughs> All right, I just found it. I found why Discord thinks I'm Elon Musk. Nice. It's because Elon Musk said something about a hat having a hat. Yes, that's right. Which Jake has decided is one of like the main tenets of my life is putting a hat on a hat. Just because he's heard me say the phrase like two or three times. But I don't know. It's a good phrase. Yeah. Putting a hat on a hat. It is a good phrase. I could also say hanging a lamppost on something. There's all kinds of phrases, but... I don't know, Ben, what else is going on in the news or anything else making you feel insane or you want to talk about today? Well, I keep noticing all the states that are lined up to overturn Roe v. Wade or, I guess, roll back the effects of Roe v. Wade or reset the boundaries that Roe v. Wade tore down. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the best way to put that in their own, in their own states, in their own jurisdiction. And that's interesting. And uh, certainly, the libs are making a lot of fuss about it, mm-hmm. and about how you know we're gonna, they're gonna, things are gonna go back to pre nineteen seventy three levels of restrictions on women's no. reproductive rights. They have lots of things to say. It's interesting. No, I mean, just to make sure I'm tracking the what's the name of the case that the Supreme Court is deciding or has already decided now. Yeah, it's Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. I And I don't think they've decided... I'm always a little fuzzy on how this works, but they, they heard oral arguments at the end of last year, and I, they haven't issued their decision yet. Right. I don't know if they've made their decision yet. I'm so not clear. We could have like a Schrodinger's... Cat situation. Cat. Yeah, where the decision's made, but we don't know. Schrodinger's verdict, I, I guess. Yeah, I just... Uh, 
Sorry, I'm sure that there's one of our listeners who knows better than than we do. No, who, who, could, but, who could tell us? Uh, no, there is, no, there isn't. <laughs> no, there isn't. Yeah, never mind. We know the most. That's why they listen to us. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So that's that's going to happen, and that's cool, and it's it's exciting to think of babies being protected. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, as um, Tim Bailey always reminds us, our pastor back in Bloomington, abortions are more and more chemical. Mm-hmm. Definitely in the United States, I'm sure all over the world, but man, a lot of a lot of abortions are happening on the level of of, of killing the embryos mm-hmm. or of making making their mother's womb inhospitable so they can't implant, right? Which kills them, and those abortions are 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 hidden, mm-hmm. and I those those aren't being addressed yet. Right. By any of the policies that states are putting in place. And uh, I mean, abortion, it's great to think that surgical abortion would be illegal. Mm -hmm. Texas, from what I hear, has done a good job at preventing it through their interesting, their law that lets citizens enforce it. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. I'm happy for all that. On the other hand, you can't, you can't just reverse a culture of death by fiat. Mm Mm-hmm. And you really only have a choice of a culture of fruitfulness versus a culture of death. Right. And I don't think, I don't think people see that. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a lot of people who are, well, I don't want to say too much, but the church hasn't been teaching that, mm-hmm. what I just said. And the states aren't gearing up to protect babies from chemical abortions. Or maybe they are, and I, I'm just ignorant, but I doubt it. And... And the culture of death will remain, and the culture of treating children as property to be created, or as the merely the parent's choice. Mm. In any case, even if surgical abortion is illegal, right. that culture will remain. It will not go away through these victories. And the church, if it's wise, can use victories like these as a way, as a stepping stone. But I, I just don't know that people are thinking of it that way. So yeah, it's cool. Obviously, Roe versus Wade ought to be overturned. It's wicked. Mm-hmm. And states ought to protect children, protect their lives. But they need to protect them on the level at which their lives actually begin. Right. And that's not going to happen unless the church teaches people to love kids and love having them mm-hmm. and to prize fruitfulness. It's just not going to, it's not going to happen. You have to replace <laughs> to it to adapt. Jesus's words, you have to replace the demon you expel mm-hmm. with, with life, or more demons will come in. Yeah. And that's what will happen here. <laughs> you're going to drive out one thing, but you're going to leave the rot that was at the core of what you drove out, the rot that, made, that paved the way for Roe v. Wade to be a legal reality mm-hmm. in the United States. There were a lot of abortions before Roe v. Wade. I mean, the culture yeah. of abortion existed before that. I think if Roe v. Wade was done away with, That'd be super cool and worth rejoicing about. I mean, yes. I, and I know you're not saying it wouldn't. It has been this monolithic fact of existence since since I've been alive. Yeah, me too. And it would be, it would just be, what's a better word than inspiring? It would be cool. Well, that's not a better word than inspiring, but it would be... Maybe galvanizing? Galvanizing, ah, yeah. Just, yeah. To, just to see something that felt like such an irrefutable fact of our existence. Done away with? Done away with. Yeah, it'd be great. Would, would give me hope. I mean, you're absolutely right about 
chemical abortions and all that stuff and let's not cast out one demon and leave the space to be occupied by seven more but it would be it would be galvanizing to see that happen yeah it would be cool and it's weird that we have to wait until june to see what what happened i mean it is i do the culture again always feels so monolithic because you only see certain slices of it portrayed on places like twitter but it's just nice to know there's many states that are gearing up to fight that battle. There are people out there that want to fight that battle. Not everything. One of the most precious stories in the Bible in its weird way is Elijah thinking he's the last righteous man and being told by God that there are, I forget the number, but mm-hmm. several hundred, several hundred <laughs> righteous men left in Israel. And it's like, oh yeah, people are still fighting. There's still hope. And, and you just don't know what God's going to do. Anyone who says all doom and gloom, anyone who says all sunshine and roses, God is God. He does what he wants with Mm -hmm. nations. He could cause our nation to repent. He did it to Nineveh. He could have Russia or China or somebody blow us out of the water. He's certainly Mm -hmm. done that to many nations. He could have us slowly kind of dissipate into barbaric chaos like the Roman Empire. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what God will do. And I don't think anybody does. And you don't want to be falsely hopeful, falsely op- mm-hmm. optimistic. You don't want to say peace, peace where there is no peace. But you do want to acknowledge that God just does what he wants. And I don't know. I also take hope mm-hmm. in him being w- willing to spare, God being willing to spare Sodom and Gomorrah for 10 righteous men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, those are my thoughts on the matter. Yeah. Know, anything else? No, I think that's all for now. We're just hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, let's pray that Jackson versus Dobbs has a good result and that our our justices do uphold the sanctity of life. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Well, there's your sound of sanity for today. I hope you feel a little bit more sane. You can feel even saner if you go to a Patreon. Sign up, patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity. If it makes you feel extra sane to be supporting a great podcast like this. You can also join our Discord and the the main thing that happens there is we post all the links and kind of fodder for these episodes and think through things and talk through things. It's been fun. It's been starting to develop into a nice little community. I think it's still yeah, in the, pretty cool. Still in the. I think maybe we're past the embryo stage. No pun intended. Uh, we're but we're still we're still developing. Oh yeah. Still needs. We need more people. We need you. Oh yes, we do. We need you. Just imagine me with a Uncle Sam hat pointing at you in a very judgmental manner uncle sam needs you so patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity other fun stuff there videos me and ben goofing around i don't know things things that are fun and things that are indeed maybe if uh, maybe you'll learn a thing or two i don't know patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity and until next time stay sane (laughs) 